y'all to check the scenario. Who seen this coming? I had Dallas as a dark horse, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think they was gonna do this. I absolutely didn't think I, they was gonna do this. I had recorded an episode with my boy Justin Murph. Uh, Why not sports podcast? Six thirty a.m. West Coast time. We ended about eight eight o'clock that morning. Four out four. Four and a half hours until the Boston and Milwaukee tip off. And then obviously the uh, Phoenix game was after that, right after that, 5 p.m. Pacific time. And um, two game sevens. And I was hyped. I've been hyped for the past couple of days. Like, I couldn't wait. These are game sevens. You know, you have you have two uh, of the teams that were in the finals the previous year. You know, so Boston has to play a game seven against the defending champs. Now, not much slander coming towards Milwaukee way. Why? Injuries matter. Just I, I, I hope this proves it. I hope this proves it that both finals teams got blew out in record fashion form. Record fashion form to the point where I, I consider some of these cats rolled over. You know, when you when you look at the actual when you look at the scores, Milwaukee Boston score 109 to 81. Phoenix Mavericks, Mavericks 123 to 90. Man, at one point, at one point, Luca and they asked Luca too, did did you know that you had at almost as many points as the whole Phoenix team? And he said, yeah, this so this is personal with Luca. It's something. All right, let me just say this. Let me just say that everybody knows Phoenix is a well-oiled machine. I at one point felt like they was more well-oiled than the Golden State. Because Golden State, this was the year that they were getting things back together. You know what I'm saying? Um They were getting things back together and they got things back together. They got four cats over there. And I hope this is some type of clarification to my boy Just because Just uh, misunderstood what I meant by Luca needing and having help. And what I meant by that is when you look at the Phoenix squad, you got CP3, you got Booker, you got Aiden. That's their top three right there. There's their, those are their main guys right there. When you look at Boston, you got Jalen Brown, you got Jason Tatum, you got Marcus Smart. Those are their three guys right there. When you look at Milwaukee, you got Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Holiday, Middleton is gone. But they have three guys right there. You know what I mean? Um, and then you go you go down the list of these teams, and everybody doesn't have a complete second option. You know what I mean? When I think of a second option player, it, it doesn't necessarily – you don't have to go to Miami. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to Miami route where you have actual, like, two legit number one options. But one or, or the other is playing second fiddle, depending on which game it is. You know, Dwayne Wade won the championship for Miami before Bron got there. That's a true number one option. Wade is going to be what arguably the third best shooting guard of all time. Or some people believe so. Right. So that's what I mean. Like, I'm not saying to that level, you don't need a Hall of Fame second option. I'm just saying a reliable one. The first person that comes to mind is the CJ. McCollum, that is that is a consistent number two option on any squad. I believe he plays if he plays for a trash like. And what I mean by trash squad, meaning like not no championship expectations. 
So with the Pelicans, he was technically with Zion being out. B.I., okay, whatever. If B.I., if, if C.J. not there, B.I. is obviously the number one option. C.J. McCullum was the number one option from the time he got traded over there. That's a fact. Because of the team expectations. But if you put C.J. Uh, on a championship contender team, if you bring him over to Milwaukee, you bring him over to Boston, he automatically drops to that second option. And that's what I mean for Luka. I don't, if you guys consider Dinwiddie, and this is not a shot at him, but let's just be honest. If you consider him a second option for a title, that's on you. You know what I mean? And who am I to say that he can't be a second option for a championship team? It's just that we haven't seen it yet. I consider Dinwiddie a special player, a dope player at that. He's shown what he can do, and he definitely showed it this last game. But what I'm, nobody expected that. Nobody, everybody had Phoenix winning this game, except for people who who risk money that they could sacrifice. I definitely would have took the points or whatever and played the safe, but nobody expected Dallas to win. Even with me having them as a dark horse, I still had Phoenix winning. I spoke with Just again, me and Just did a podcast Sunday morning, and I said, even though I have Dallas as my dark horse, I can. this should have been a 4-2 series. You know, he even said it should have been a gentleman's sweep for one. I'm like, you know, Luca is Luca. But I get it. Because it's the combination of a world oil machine in Phoenix and Luca not having the proper help. Or a second option. You know what I mean? So again, I still think just imagine, just imagine. When you bring up Dallas, what are their top three? That's my point. You can bring up Dinwiddie now because Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie dropped 30. And shout out to Murph because Murph said if Dinwiddie drops over uh, 20 points, then Dallas would win. I said if uh, Finney Smith hits three out of seven, seven three-point attempts, Dallas is going to win. That didn't happen. Finney, Finney Smith, only I think he only had like five points that whole game. But that was because Luka dropped 35, Dinwiddie dropped 30, and Brunson had 24. And our discussion about Brunson, Brunson is too young. <laughs> it's too young for us to say, like, yo, he's going to be a reliable player only because it's like we don't, we just don't know yet. We just don't know. You got to show us. I can't give you something that you haven't shown us yet. I can't say that you're going to be reliable and consistent if you haven't been that yet. You know what I mean? So we know what Booker can do. We know what we watch CP3 whole career. We've seen Aiden come into his, you know, his way. So now we know what those three can do. We know what Luka could do. We're unsure what everybody else can do. That's why when you see a Brunson dropping 24 and a Dinwiddie dropping 30, it's like, whoa. And then you look at the defense that they played. Now, the one thing I like about Luka, and this kind of like, shout out to my boy Bass, Prior to all this happening, he was like, this is why I fuck with Trey Young, because Trey Young actually got his team out of the second round. Mm, interesting, because Luka has gotten to the Western Conference Finals. You know what I mean? Now, whether y'all want to argue about who has the better squad or not, I would just say this. Luka has played with the cards he was dealt with. They can only get better from here. They have to bring somebody in. Hardaway Jr. has been on the bench in street clothes. 
And that is supposed to be his second option. A low-end second option, if you ask me, but that's just my opinion. Just, I mean, if you really, if you, if y'all don't understand that, if just doesn't understand that by now, what I'm saying is, is put Luca on that Sun Squad, and and change out any one of the top three that I just said. Keep Aiden there. Let's just let's keep Aiden there because of his position. But you swap out a Booker and have CP3 and Luca on the same team. Is that a championship squad? You be the answer. You swap out CP3 for Luca. Now you have Luca and Booker. Is that a championship squad? Do they go do they go further? Do they lose to Dallas? If CP3 is the main guy over there, if if CP3 was the point guard over there in Dallas and he had that same team that Luka has, how far do they get? Be truthful. And if they don't get that far, if you are being real with yourself and they don't get that far, what's the first thing that you're going to say? CP3 didn't have enough help. So that's what I mean, bro. Let's just keep it real. But this was disgusting all the way around. Starting with, with the first game, Boston the Bucks, I can't get that much slander. I know what you're saying. Well, how come Phoenix get a lot of slander? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because Milwaukee don't have all their troops. And, and, and them, cats actually, them, them cats actually tried to play. They just didn't have enough. Drew Holiday showed up. I think he got like a dub. You know what I'm saying? Giannis is Giannis. They still miss their Lincoln, their, their, their second option. Am I telling y'all how important a second option is to a championship squad or, or what it is? Like, do y'all understand or not? I'm, I'm, I'm starting to see that a lot of this shit. Do y'all get your information just off of the internet? Or do y'all actually watch the games? Yeah. I, I get it. We are biased towards certain players. We don't like certain players. But I said it out my own mouth, bro. I don't care how much I, criti- I criticize CP3. I know the position he's in. I know the team that he's on. They they were expected to cruise through these playoffs because they weren't going to meet any type of competition until they got to Golden State, until the real was 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 actually revealed. I also said in the beginning of the season, during the season, during the postseason, that there's not a clear-cut number one squad. You could throw Golden State up there if you want to. And I can understand that. But there's not a team like when MJ was with the Bulls. 90% of the time, we felt like the Bulls was going to win a championship, even though Utah gave them somewhat of a challenge. You know what I'm saying? The Kobe and, the Kobe and Shaq era. 90% of the time, is like they going to win a championship, even though Utah... <laughs> Portland or Phoenix will probably be in the way, right? I don't see any team in the NBA right now that is a clear, clear-cut favorite. And but I will give a little bit more respect to go, Golden State if they can stay healthy. Then yeah, that that'll be the team that you got to beat right there because if they're clicking, it's over. Because it's not just the Splash Brothers returning with the heart of Draymond. No, they got Jordan Peele over there. I mean, Jordan Jordan Peele. Jordan Poole over there. And he's the X Factor. I feel like I feel like the old GSW squad is enough to get to the finals. I feel like Jordan Poole is, will be the reason that they get a championship. He got to play. He got to get off. He got a set trip. That's a, that's, that's a fact. 
So at the end of the day, I don't see nobody as a juggernaut type of squad. Luca and Dallas, to me, was a fucking dark horse. And they're showing it right now. I just named all these top squads. And I just named two to three players that represent those top squads. If I say Dallas, the casual fan will most likely just say Luca. Now, people that watch the game a little bit more and 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 know these uh, role players from watching them, whether they watch them in high school, college, or know them, you know, being bounced around in the league and things like that, we know a little bit more. But at the same time, it's the same thing, though. When we think of Dallas, we're just thinking about Luka. We know Dinwiddie was brought over there to do a certain job. You, we we already know that 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 Hardaway Jr. was um, was crowned the 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 Luca helper or whatever. But he's in street clothes, and Dinwiddie wasn't consistent. Hence, that's why we're so surprised at the blowout in the game seven, which was the biggest blowout. It was record. It was record breaking Sunday in this game seven. Both final teams got eliminated, and they got their ass whooped. It was a good old ass whooping. Like Booker said, if I'm going to give Phoenix any type of credit, is that they had a run where their team was just damn near perfect. It was, it was damn near perfect. You know what I'm saying? They took care of their home games, and, and they battled. You know what I'm saying? I, I kept hearing all season how this team was – so well oiled and how disciplined they were on offense and defense, how they made the extra pass, how close they were, you know what I'm saying, how much of a team they were, all kind of shit, man. Kept hearing it, kept hearing it, right? And then they show up to this game seven and nobody on that roster, and I mean nobody on that roster, scored over 13 points. And that game seven, nobody scored over 13 points. I think Booker and CP3 was a combined 21 points. Oh, for the numbers people, the analytics, the ones that run social media, and if the numbers is in favor of your favorite player, that's what you're going to run with. You throw away the eye test and just run with what the numbers say. Well, here's a number for you, minus 39. That's what Booker and CP3 were combined for, a minus 39 while on the court. It's an ugly situation. Yeah, I think this is a series of people stepping up. Grant Williams, Boston, 27 points, stepped it up. We just finished talking about Dinwiddie, 30 points. Brunson, 24, stepped it up. Pat Bev on Monday, and they brought him on there for a certain reason. They know him, the, 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 the beef or the bad blood between him and CP3 is real, you know. I'm not, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm a fan of, of Pat Bev as a ball player, but I'm a fan of Pat Bev as a personality. And I think 60% of his game is his personality. And it's not to take away from what he can do because he's a professional basketball player, a point guard. You know what I mean? I think he's solid. 
You know what I'm saying? I think he's cool. I think he can be corny at times, but that's all of us. I think everybody has a corny moment. It's just some of us have more corny moments than 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 others, right? Um. So shout out, shout out to him. He said he called CP3 a cone. You know what I'm saying? Now prior to that, he said nobody was scared of Phoenix, and that's where I was going with it. It wasn't just Phoenix. I wasn't scared of anybody. Memphis pushed Golden State to the test without their star player. It's in some cases, some people were saying that Memphis played better without John Morant. And I don't, I'm not sure if that's going to be completely true. I got to see it. I got to see it again in the postseason, which I don't want to see it again because I want to see John Morant play um, without being injured. But at the same time, Golden State got pushed to the limit. We got some good matchups coming up. You know what I'm saying? We do. We got Miami versus Boston. We're used to that. They battled in the playoffs in the bubble. And then we got Dallas versus Golden State. Now, this is interesting because the IQ of Luka. Luka is going to post up Curry. He's going to post the dog shit out of Curry. It's going to be interesting to see how Curry coaches that. You know what I mean? Um, because he's Curry's a little bit a little bit more smaller than, than CP3. Uh Faster, but I don't. Luca has showed you niggas that you don't need to be fast in the league at all, at all. Um, and go, and going back to the comparison of Luca, I don't like it. It's ugly. They they try to do it with a lot of players, uh, but this whole thing between Luca and and Trey Young, listen, man, there's no comparison. Luca can do Luca do Luca can do some things that Trey can that Trey can't do, and Trey can do some things that Luca can't do. Now, it's probably more things that Trey can't do because of the size. If you want to talk about the scoring, shooting, dribbling, it's a wash to me. It's a wash. I think both of them do it equally. But when you want to talk about rebounding and assists, I could honestly tell you maybe Trey is a, is a better passer, you know what I'm saying, here and there. Yeah, to say he's better at something, you know, the only thing that I could clear cut say someone is better than is that, Luca is probably a better rebounder than um, than Trey, and that's for obvious reasons. But outside of that, like the one thing that stands out that Luca does is put the team on his back. And don't get me wrong, we've seen Trey put his team on his back. The best series of all time for Trey as of right now is him against those damn Knicks, and I loved every bit of it. Loved every bit of it. But. I think you can see the clear-cut difference between Luka and Trey Young. I think you can. And, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But Trey is going to be good. He's gonna, he, I think he'll, he's going to be one of the best. I think so. I just think Luka's going to get there faster. I think so. And I'm going to tell you right now, the, the same with Jason Tatum. Because I said Jason Tatum has played against KD, played against Braun, has beat Giannis. I'll go on and repeat that. He has beat Giannis in the playoffs. Now, I know Middleton wasn't there, but you still got to play. You still got to play. I'm not taking anything from Milwaukee. I'm definitely not taking anything from Boston. They didn't have all their troops in Milwaukee, but they. But on paper, he still beat Giannis in the playoffs. He still beat the defending champions in the playoffs, right? Luka has to do the same thing. I need Lucas to dethrone a Hall of Fame point guard, a Hall of Fame shooting guard, um, 
uh, a young firecracker in Jordan in Jordan Poole and Draymond. I, I don't know where y'all sit with Draymond, but if you was to be the Golden State, which this is a clear-cut team to win the championship this year, that'd be a huge upset. That upset is just as big as Phoenix. Because you get Phoenix and Golden State in that conference finals, that's a shootout right there. I think Golden State might pull that out because I've seen them do it. With a a healthy Golden State squad, it's a lot of teams that can't beat them. I remember, and I know Justice probably barking at the screen right now, but you said the same thing about Houston that was somewhat of a a great matchup against Golden State. It didn't work, Billy. It didn't. Do you consider this Phoenix team better than that Houston team? You probably do. But they still don't come close to that Golden State squad. But it, it's the, one of the closest teams that can beat them. I'll give I'll give y'all that. But outside of that, like I don't I don't see I don't see Dallas having a chance to beat them unless Dinwiddie shows up, Brunson shows up, and are supported. They need more than just that's the cool part about it. They can have these same numbers. They can have these same numbers and still struggle with Golden State. They got to bring it all. They got to bring it all. I can honestly tell you this matchup might be harder than the finals matchup. That's the thing. If Dallas get past Golden State and they got to play against a Miami or a Boston, I think beating that Golden State squad is going to have them ready for the finals. They beat Golden State, you might as well give Dallas the championship. I think Miami is a, is a great has a great chance of winning it. I think all these squads can win it. I can honestly tell you this, because just says I'm an undercover Go to state squad, uh, go to state fan, but that's only because he knows that I like Steph, and he doesn't, right? And he's going to say he doesn't. It's not like he doesn't like Steph. He just, I guess, Steph. Get, you know how it is when people get too much love. Is can be too much for some people. But the thing is, if you watch basketball, you know that that go to state squad is a good is a good machine as well. That was a, they were a better machine before Phoenix, before Houston was. They started to build teams around the whole to beat Golden State. They built teams to beat Golden State. Yet and still, everybody, whatever. Okay. Um, but no, I want Luka to beat Golden State. And I do not want, I do not want, um, I do not want Boston to go to the championship. I do not want Boston to go back to the championship. Why? Because they have a great chance of winning, and that means they'll have one more championship than um, my Lakers. But at the end of the day, that's what the matchups is, Miami versus uh, Boston and Golden State versus Dallas. Shout out to Luka. Not, again, not too much slander towards CP3. Y'all already know my feelings towards CP3. Pat Bev said all that I could say or whatever. So there's no slander. There's no slander coming from me or whatever. But I will. I will say this. I will say this before I get up out of here. Did that window close for CP3? What does this mean for CP3 legacy? Uh, just you got niggas online saying strip the point god title from your guy. Is that a bit too much? It probably is. But guess what? I don't care. I don't. I'm gonna tell you why. Because in the beginning of the season, as a matter of fact, let's just start from off season, from off season to the beginning of the season, during the season, 
end of the season, beginning of the postseason, all the way up until now. There has been praise. There has been biased takes. There has been slander. To everybody's favorite player, favorite teams, etc. You got to take that. You have to. Whether it's good takes or bad takes. And obviously, you're always going to agree with the good ones. You'll never, you'll never agree with the bad ones. But they're there. You know what I mean? You can't stop cats from having personal opinions or even just sports opinions at that point. You know what I'm saying? Let them get it off. Um, but I'm pretty sure in the future we'll revisit this whole point guard thing. It is is it, it ain't looking good for CP3, bro. Not as far as the rankings are, whereas far as some cats will place him, you know what I mean? That game seven was pretty damn bad. Maybe that's not much of a hit if that game that game seven was in the Western Conference Finals or even in the finals. But that was a very bad loss. That was a very bad loss for Milwaukee. That was a horrible loss for Phoenix. And I'm gonna tell you, you here's the question. Why aren't Milwaukee getting that same type of slander? And I just told you two reasons. One, they don't have Middleton. They didn't have all their troops. And then two, they played against Boston. They played against a team that could potentially go to the championship. Not just win, but just, you know, not win, but just at least get to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Or at least get to the Eastern Conference finals. Outside of Golden State, for some people, Phoenix was supposed to go back to the finals. And not lose to a, what Dallas was like a four or five seed. And they lost like that to a Dallas team who only has Luka and other players that not considered a second option on any other team. All right, here we are. This is the postseason. You know what I'm saying? It's put up or shut up. This is where legacies are made. This is literally where legacies are made. Like, some cats that don't make it to the postseason or don't make it to the postseason that often, don't make it out of the first round, they get criticized different. But for the cats that, that's considered Hall of Famers, top five, top ten, and stuff like that, you get critiqued and criticized a little bit different. That's where Chris Paul is going to come in. Bro, you got to get, get checked. That was a terrible... And for for... For a player that gets praised on how he goes to these teams and uplift their locker room and this, that, and the third, yeah. For for y'all to go down in the game seven like that, it wasn't much of a point guard there. It was it was a godly or a goddamn. <laughs> point goddamn. <sighs> I can't take away from what Dallas did, though. Shout out to Dallas with the upset. Shout out to uh, Boston. Again, Grant Williams, 27 points. Dan Whitty, 30. Them X-Factors is, is, is a bug. But she's Louise, defending champs. And go down like that in a game seven. Mm, that's ugly. That's ugly business. That's ugly business, Cal. I don't know, man. Shout out to Luca though, man. I used to play, and that's why I call Luca. Before I get off, I used to call Luca. Um, I still call him. I call him Pedro, because I played in high school 
In practice, I used to have this cat named Pedro. All, for the majority, he would shoot a lot of threes. He didn't really have a move uh, package like the moves package like um, like Luca. He could handle the rock, you know what I'm saying, but not like not quite like how Luca did. But he'll shoot that thing like Luca. He will shoot, with, and he was smiling and cheese like Luca. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I call Luca Pedro, Pedro because he looked like he looked like him. Back in high school, if you compare Luca to all the, because Luca is a combo guard, you know what I'm saying. So, if you look at the typical point guards or uh, and shooting guards, they might not be as big as Luca, but they look like they're in shape. And clearly, he's in shape because shit, look how good he is. But he they, he just doesn't look the part. Luca just doesn't look the part. But he plays the part well. You know what I mean? So shout out to Luca, man. Uh, open run with BTG. I'll see y'all next. I was about to say see y'all next year. But no, I'll see y'all next week, man. The conference finals is here. <laughs>